Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. And through my third eye, cause I got tunnel vision. Had to open my mind, then I opened the pins. Like you gotta sell your soul for you to pay attention. Fuck all that plan, now I'm grown, I put my heart in it. I had to get down with that crone and show them niggas I'm serious. And it's like every song I'm on, I be calling my spirits. I put my hero on rock. I put Moscato on rock. One front won't say up. Shoot at an OB, shoot at a cop. Shoot at the police, shoot at your top. I made a million on socks. Free all my niggas who stuck in the box. Locked up and watching the You are listening to the Ill Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. What up, what up, what up, what up, people? How y'all doing out there? You know, last last episode, I didn't give you guys a true introduction. You know, it, it kind of sucks when you go on break. You go on vacation, you forget how to do your job. So, I'm going to do it right this time. We are the ill-advised wise guys. It's your boy, <laughs> Ethan. I got my boy, Q-Dizzy. For Sheezy. It's way too easy. Pastor Hookizzy. Hey. This is episode 41. 41, 41. 41, dog. Hey, good luck with the numbers on this one. Glenn Rice, right? Rice. Wasn't Glenn Rice? He didn't Glenn Rice was 41. Yeah. Was he really? Glenn Rice was 41. Wait, Glenn Rice or Glenn Robinson? Glenn Rice. What Glenn number did Glenn Robinson wear? I think it was 13. Glenn Robinson wore like 13. 13 or something like that. But Glenn Rice. Um, and who's that corner on the Carolina Panthers? Mumford? Uh, Captain Munderland. Munderland. <laughs> yeah. He wears Captain number 41. Munderland, he wears number 41. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Ooh. What? Dirk Nowitzki or Nowitzki? It's Nowitzki. It's Nowitzki. Get his name right. Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki. Um, let's see what else football for I don't know. 41. 41. 41. Mike Allstar. Sorry, no, I, said that. I said that last You time. always say that. I said, that one, I said that one episode. As ago. long as we're in the 40s, you're going to keep saying Mike Allstar. <laughs> Yo, hey. Thank you for that. Listen, how, how did you know that, sir? Because I, I, I figured you out. All right, man. Hey, 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 hey. Watch your mouth. It's like, nah. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Hey, Google, since you're a part of the show, who wore number 41? Sorry, I can't help with that yet. Okay. So, yeah, let's just, I think... What can you help with, Google? Let's make a collective decision to, to remove Google from the from the team. And which is saying a lot. Saying a lot. I don't think it Google is. Google can do everything. Google can't do anything Google, for us. Google, well, not for us, but Google can do everything. Google has been fucking up. Like she can't even throw our trash out anymore. Actually, I she's been throwing it. our trash out for the last like two years. It, I wouldn't put it past it. All right. Well, why you call? Why you call she? It's clearly an it. She. It's it, an it. Do you not hear her? That's a voice. That's a voice from the it. It's coming out of the it. It's coming out a lady, of a lady is it. talking to me when 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 we're asking her questions. That's the software. The software is a she. I'm talking to the software. What do you? What, I don't understand. Whatever, man. So what is? Listen, we're so so we're so we're arguing over uh, whether or not Google is a he or a she. Is that is that what, is that really where this is going? Or it? Sure. <laughs> they. All right, man. Um. Anyway. We do not have a jam-packed show for you guys. Uh, we have a fairly a fairly tamed one. No, I'm joking. Every show is good. The hell? Kodak Black dropped the project. Gucci Man dropped the projects. 
the the posthumous. How do you say that shit? I don't know. Po- posthumous. I always just see it. The posthumous in, in words. XXX Tentacion dropped an album. And ironically, and Vic Mensa. That, that Vic Mensa said something about him. So. Vic Mensa, the the back, controversy. Back to back. So. Yeah. So we, you know, those are all the projects that we're gonna be talking about and watch the throne. Stay tuned for that. We'll break the shit down for y'all. And then you know, ill and the not so advised. We got a couple of songs. It wasn't a lot of songs this week or these last two weeks, but. There is one in particular that I think is really good that is worth talking about, and just wait till that segment. You know, we're gonna we're gonna, we gonna cover it for you. All right. Um, and at some point in that segment, or maybe even in, in the ill-advised thoughts, we'll break down, you know, a lot of cultural matters that we feel like y'all should be talking about. Um, yeah, like as always, we're gonna give y'all our, our unfiltered thoughts on on what it is that we think you guys should be giving a fuck about or not. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll go from there. You know, I, I say we just jump straight into this, man. Let's jump straight to it. Let's get right into it, Let's man. Go. Let's go. So Swear how I do with like Fritos, a bag of Fritos, man. As soon as I open it, just jump straight in there. Fritos. No you still, you still eat salt. Fritos? I love Fritos. Fritos are disgusting. Anyway, they've always been disgusting, and they still are. It's an acquired day. taste. My brother, yo, it's funny. Only people who only people who eat shit that's disgusting say things are acquired taste. You drinking beer, so is beer disgusting? Yeah, it's been disgusting actually. It's kind of <laughs> disgusting. I like it, but it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> but right? still, hey, leave me alone. <laughs> Watch the throne. So Kodak Black dropped a, a project not too long ago called "Dying to hey, Live." Hey, you know, I just feel like yo. Be entertained by like Netflix, you know, like, yeah. like go to the next, next, go to go to go to the next question. It's a little, it, it's, it's a little Kodak, you know, you know Kodak Black. I'm starting to really, um, I think I've always enjoyed his music, but I don't know if I've always been uh, open enough to acknowledge how good of how good of an artist he actually is, you know, like. On the low, because he comes across as this like problem child. When really he's twenty one, I believe mm-hmm. he's actually a man by age standards. You know what I mean? They, but tr- he, they try him like a man. They try him. They try him like a man, but he comes. He he handles himself like a fucking fifteen year old a lot of times. Like when you see him talk, it's kind of like six nine, right? Six nine. They keep calling him a kid. They're like, oh, here's this kid. He's twenty one. The reason why they keep saying kids is because he comes across as like a kid like, a lot of times. But anyway. Kodak Black, surprisingly, and I know some of y'all fuck with him, a lot of y'all probably don't. Surprisingly, he's carved himself out a very nice career, very nice lane, because he represents the streets, man. He represents the 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 problem child people, you know. He he has the hunger, he has the 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 backing, he has the he has the he really has that that charisma that I think the street rappers really gravitate to and the street artists and the street fans really gravitate to on uh on dying to live you know i was really anticipating this honestly before it came out i'm gonna tell you this straight up before it came out i was really anticipating it he dropped a song called uh um uh zz no not well that's not zz was the beat was fire I don't know if that song really so, lives. The song up. is fire. The you guys, song, no. you guys were just tripping. Y'all were just putting expectations on something. Y'all were when ZZ Beat came out. Y'all just thought Kodak was going to transform. Listen, can Drake. we can we acknowledge the song 
the beat is way better than the actual song. Can we acknowledge this? I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I'll get to the song, but um, Calling My Spirit. Calling My Spirit. One of the best songs on this project. Very hot song. Mm-hmm. Beat, lyrics, introspection, all of that. Kodak Black, Kodak Black is good for that. Like, straight up. He he gives you he gives you a combination of all that shit on really on all of his songs. Mm-hmm. This was a very deep project where the man has clearly tried to correct the things that have gone wrong in his life that mm-hmm. landed himself in jail a lot of the times. And he's found a way to bring himself back to a place in music where he's now tapping into the growth, I think, that is necessary for himself to evolve as a person and is coming out in the music. So on that front, I really like the project. I thought there was a lot of bullshit songs on this project, though. I'm going to just call it straight out. The one with Juice World, Mosh Pit, mm-hmm. bullshit song. I liked it. Bullshit song. The one with Lil Pump, bullshit song. I, I agree with that. Like, it's just like, why is that on here? You know, like, it just discredited the, the overall project. It didn't hurt it a whole, a whole bunch. Overall, the, the project stayed true to the theme um, of him being... You know, in touch with his spirit, him being in touch with his spiritual side, I should say, mm-hmm. and him trying to make a change for the better in his life. So, I thought the project did that. And overall, I'm giving this project a solid, a very, very solid B. Whoa. Very solid. Whoa. This is a solid project, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. But honestly, though, let me ask you, though, before you go. Yeah. Is that, it, it, did not that I, not, not that did I say anything crazy, but... Kodak Black normally makes good projects. Project yes. Baby 2? Yes. Project he makes, Baby? He makes good projects. He does. He When is his last he bad does. project? I really mm-hmm. want to know this answer, but you don't have to answer that now. He, generally. I mean, that, that Cupid one that he had, I can't remember what the Where he was, was all singing? Yeah. That was Okay, that was god off. That was questionable. But that was god off. It wasn't bad. It was, it was just questionable. But, um... But what do you think about this, though? You know... Um, I, you know, I, surprisingly, I agree with you on a lot of the sentiments that you said. I think Kodak Black is a, is a very talented artist, but even more of a talented rapper. And on a lot of the songs that you get on this album, I feel like, you know, he, he gave you that side of him that is respect, like you respect, like think about on, 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 um, I know like Calling My Spirit is one of those songs that you point to, which mm-hmm. is a damn good song. You know, he does some singing on it and all that stuff. But the ones that I think people should pay attention to are Malcolm XXX. That one he gets introspective, but then he's rapid tough. Like, this is where I came from. This is why I am who I am. Right. And then you got the one called Take One. Take One, in my opinion, is dope as hell. Take One? Take One is dope as hell because it's gritty. That's what he... It's a version of him that was on the come up. That's what I... When I think about Kodak being the best rapper, like one of the best young rappers, that's what I think of is is take one. And then, you know, if I'm lying, I'm flying. That's that cocky version of him that, you know, is, you know, catering to the the the, 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 the rap fans, the true, true rap fans. So my big takeaway from this album overall is just the different styles of rap he was able to do. He's right. a guy that can transform himself into a whole bunch of different rappers. And not a lot of dudes can do that, especially young dudes. Um, when you add the, you know, 
the deep songs like, you know, Testimony and Calling My Spirit, like I said earlier, it adds another layer of, you know, us getting to know him. Because he's smart. I think his either him or his marketing people are smart. They know in order for him to take that next step as an artist, for him to grow, we're going to have to understand that he's a lot more intellectual than we think he is. He's not just this dumb kid that's making troubled decisions, right? Right. Or, or troubling decisions. He even said it on the Breakfast Club interview. He said, yo, I want people to see that other side of me. People think I'm dumb, mm-hmm. but I want you to see that side that, you know, is introspective, that's like yeah. open, mm-hmm. you know, that's vulnerable. smart, vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? So, and I thought he did a good job of that on this album. Um, with that being said... Not my favorite album of 2018, especially musically, but I would say I enjoyed it for its growth, like the growth that he's done, like from the beginning, from the start, the first time I heard him, the the level of growth that he's been able to accrue, that to me, I, I was more proud of this album than I was, you know... Uh, enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just proud of the yeah, dude yeah, that yeah. He's, he's continuing to grow. Man. I definitely looked at this project. That's how, that's how I see it. I definitely looked at this project differently than I did all his previous mm-hmm. ones. Because I don't know if I gave a fuck enough about the person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prior to this project. Maybe because he didn't give off that vibe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just didn't... I don't know. Because I, I always liked his music. It, it probably was that. I don't think he gave off that inviting vibe. Yeah, for uh, for us, or I should speak for myself, somebody who wants to like figure out who he is, and it's like accepting for more than just the music. It's 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 you know what I mean. I agree. I mean, it's it's weird because I always say this on my blog: is Kodak Black for some odd reason, dude is just a a, a, a lovable dude. Like he's just he has charm. I don't even know why, how. He has a charm to him that makes you want to root for him. You know what I mean? You wish for him to do good. You wish for him to grow as an artist. You wish for him to make the next big hit. I don't know what it is about him. It's almost like, um, um, you know, to, to do a sports comparison. It's almost like Lamar Jackson. It's like something about Lamar Jackson gives off this, I'm rooting for him to succeed. You know what I mean? And so, you know, as long as Kodak Black still has that attached to his name, yeah. I think people are going to be looking forward to his projects and people are going to be probably feeling his projects more than we should, we're supposed to be feeling these projects, to be honest with you. Because his prior ones, we say they're good projects. Mm-hmm. They're good projects for him. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not the best project I've ever heard in my life. Of it's not better than a whole bunch of other projects. For sure. Like, Drake's worst project I would listen to over Kodak Black's best project. Come on. Let's be real. Let's of course. Just, let's that's just a, be real. That's a fact. So, it's like, as reviewers and, 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 and us, it makes our job hard because it's like, there's a level of I want to root for this guy. What is this capability that he has? Yeah. It's hard. I feel like at the, end of, the, I feel like at the end of the day, the hardest part of what we do is, you, you know, we have to evaluate people... On a curve. You know, like everybody's not created equal. As much as people like to try to make it seem like we're really evaluating Drake against Lil Pump, let's cut the shit. 
Like, we know for a fact they're not in the same league. Why are we fooling ourselves? No, that's not how it do- that's not how it's done. So really, what ends up happening is you end up evaluating artists against themselves or other artists within the same, the same. you know, realm of music that they do. So yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, I thought it was a good project, man. I thought it was cool, especially for Kodak. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. Vic Mensa dropped a project Ooh. called Hooligans. What you think about this? So let me start off with my little soliloquy on Vic Mensa. So I actually am one of those people that think Vic Mensa is hella talented. Like, when he needs to be, he got bars. Uh, when he needs to sing, I think he's very underrated when it comes to singing. Mm-hmm. Very nice voice. Like, um, But my one beef is that he just has not found a sound that he can be consistent on. And a lot of times he comes across as your favorite artist. They're your favorite. I was gonna damn. I, I was gonna say the word and I forgot. What? Your favorite artist is like doppelganger. He comes across as your favorite artist is like, you know, just Mister Me Too of your favorite artist. Pretty much is what I'm trying to say. Okay, like. A clone. So he's stealing people's swag. He, not necessarily stealing people's swag, but like a lot of times he comes across as like, yo, I want to make a song like J. Cole. Right. So like I'm going to approach this song like J. Cole. You know, I'm going to rap like J. Cole. You know, not necessarily copying him, but I, yeah. I want to make a J. Cole-like song. Okay. I want to make a Kanye West-like song. Mm-hmm. I want to make a, you know, he has a song with, uh, it's a song he's singing um, metaphysical. Couple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaphysical. It's like, I want to make a, a song Drake. like Drake. You know, he, he does that a lot. Um, and Hooligans, that's what you get on this album or this EP. You get a whole bunch of different versions of Vic Mensa, which he has not established a name yet mm-hmm. to be able to be that versatile, in my, in my opinion. I think he needs to just pick one lane. Stick with that lane. Say that you can master that lane and we understand it. And then you can go and start doing versatile stuff. But Hooligans, to me, my biggest takeaway with the project is it sounded like a project of somebody that's already made it. Mm-hmm. It already has a name in the game that rings bells. Mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think he's there yet. I think it will be a project people will enjoy after he blows up. Okay. As opposed to right now. If that makes sense. All right. I mean, um, I feel you, but, but, I guess. But musically, uh, I'll be honest, musically, the, the, the songs do sound quality. You know, good melodies. He's really good at that. Some rebellious music, which, you know, I think he's really good at making them like kind of rebellious type music. Right. Um, solid features. Uh, but there's just two things. Something's missing. And it just doesn't sound like the type of song, uh, uh, EP I would want to hear from somebody that's still on the come up. My opinion, my humbling opinion. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying. I think that the way I look at Vic Mensa is in a couple of different ways, but primarily it's from the standpoint of when I see him, it looks like somebody, who, like you said, somebody who's kind of already made it. Like he approaches the music as if he's already made it. And yeah. I don't want to say that hurts him, but it also does not give, you know, um, new fans the ability to, I think, you know, gravitate to his music because, he, truthfully, 
He hasn't told us who he is. We don't. Know. I mean, I mean, he t- he, t- he talks about his mental. Health I mean, he tells he tells us who he is, but I, you know, let me just let me just be straight up. The problem with Vic Mensa is he's not relatable. That's that's a great point. The problem with him. That's a great point. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who have mental issues. They go through all these because yeah, I believe he's actually self-proclaimed. I think he said he's bipolar. Yes. Um, and he said he had mental issues like since he was young, like 15 years old. Yeah, and he acts like. Yeah, right, exactly. Very erratic. So, and, and again, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are like that, right? Who can relate. The problem is he hasn't found a way to balance that with the music. And he just hasn't, he hasn't connected those dots. And I don't feel like mm-hmm. the people are going to gravitate until he figures out, figures out a way to connect those dots. And, it, and it's less about the versatility in his music. Because I don't feel like that's an issue. Like, you can be versatile and that's fine. The problem is, is what is what he's saying in the music. It's like the messages he's trying to put out there. That's what's not hitting. It's not the versatility in the music, like him being melodic versus being rapidy rapidy. That's fine. Like I, I don't think he needs to pick a lane because I don't believe it's like Wale. It's like the problem with Wale. A lot of times, that's you. You said this in the past. Like in my opinion, I feel like Wale. It, he, it's a gift and a curse. That he's so versatile, right? Like him being so artistically enable, uh, uh, creative, it, it allows him to create all these different sounds, have all these different thoughts. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it doesn't manifest itself into the music. And mm-hmm. people don't really know who he is because they don't really know what he's going to do mm-hmm. from song to song. Mm-hmm. While I feel like that's a plus, can also be a, a, a negative. But these, at the end of the day, these niggas is not relatable. Well, let me Wale, Wale, in my opinion, and I, I don't want to spend this on Wale. I'm just trying mm, to draw a parallel and say when the, when you see people who are very talented of an artist like Wale and Vic Mensa, these guys are Vic crazy talented. Crazy talented. Mm-hmm. When they don't hit, when the public doesn't gravitate towards them, you know it has nothing to do with their talent. Nothing to do with talent. That's why I disagree with you. I only has I don't think Here's, his problem has anything to do with talent, and like I said, this goes down to relatability and I, the people buying into the person uh-huh. because of what they're selling in their music. Uh-huh. That's what I believe well, the problem is with Vic Mensa. Now, let me get to real quick right before you jump in. Let me get to the project though. Hooligans. I thought well, Hooligans no, was no, good. Let me let me let me let me answer that. What you said. Okay, go ahead. Said. Let me Listen. answer that real quick. Go ahead. So I don't think it's the 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 fact that they're relatable or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's you can be versatile, but when do you choose to sing? When do you choose to rap? You know, the people that are like have honed on that skill of being versatile know when to plug in their certain skills. Right. And I don't think Vic Mensa gets it yet. Like he doesn't know when to harmonize, like give us a good melody that sounds authentic, like rap, uh, killer, killer, killer bars. Like he. It's just kind of all over the place. It just almost seems like, yo, I'm I'm trying to show you every single thing I do well, and I don't care if it's structured how I do it. Mm-hmm. Just here, this is what I can do. But like somebody that honed in on their versatility and know how to use their versatility yeah. will know when it's appropriate. And I just think that with Vic Mensa, especially this album, okay, it's like it's all over the place. He's singing sometimes, rebellious, this, and it just doesn't go coincide with 
anything else. It doesn't coincide with the lyrics. It doesn't coincide with, you know, the topic of the song. It doesn't right. coincide with anything. It just seems like somebody that's just, hey, I can sing, everybody. I can rap, too. I can do all this. But it's not structured. Okay. And that's with Wale, too. Wale is not a structured artist. So his music, a lot of times, comes across as... Or his contributions to songs come across as sloppily done. It comes across so, as sloppy. So while while I agree with that, while mm-hmm. I agree with the execution of the versatility is not the best, mm-hmm. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's there's plenty of dudes out there like younger artists, um, Lil Durk, NBA Young Boy. Like there's dudes out there who are being melodic. They're being versatile. I should say. Let's just use the word versatile. Mm-hmm. I'm not comparing their artistry. I'm saying. The, the way in which they are versatile is one thing, but they have a core base of people who understand who they are and what they're saying in the music. My thing is with these two dudes, specifically Vic, Vic, Vic Menzik, because that's what we're talking about, people haven't bought into him. Like, it's not about his versatility on, in, on his songs and, and when he chooses to sing and when he chooses to rap. No, no, no. It's less about that. Because I don't even think it's that bad, to be honest. I disagree with that. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. I think it's fine. I think it's... We don't fuck with him. Not we. People don't really fuck with him like that. I agree with that. It's really I mean, that simple. You're not wrong. I agree with that. And once they and once they start fucking with him, mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck about what you're saying, which is the critique you're giving, which is like, oh, he doesn't know when to like, sing and when not to... They're just going to be like, yo, we fuck with him. And we're going to support the song because we fuck with him. Not everybody does it perfectly, but certain like Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is surprisingly so nobody messes with Wale. No, people fuck with. I fuck with Wale. Okay, so why, why why is he struggling with that? So, so so because people don't really fuck with Wale as a person, right or wrong. You you I mean like you you said plenty of times you think Wale is corny. He. Right, he's corny. He's very corny. That that's not that goes that goes to as a person <laughs> then, and how they come across also, in the music, right? Like, he's corny when it comes to music too, where it's a lot of times he's forcing things. Like Vic Mensa forces things sometimes. Vic Mensa wants it too bad. Mm-hmm. That's that's a sign of somebody pressing. That's what I'm saying. Like his versatility is great, but he's pressing. Like, yo, I, 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 I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to make, make sure this, this, this. It's pre- it sounds like somebody, like I said, a good chunk of the time, sounds like somebody that wants to make the next Drake type hit. That wants to make the next J. Cole type hit. That wants to make the next big hip hop R&B. It, music is just not in that. That's not how music goes about nowadays, in my opinion. All right. That's not how you succeed in the music game, the music industry. Back in the day, yes, people mimicked everybody and things sounded very similar. And you, there was a formula. Like remember back in the day, people would be like, "Yo, hey, I time to make that radio hit." Of course. You know, where it's like, I'm gonna make that radio hit, get an R&B singer, and then you know I'm gonna throw on like two verses, R&B singer do the bridge, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. People don't make music like that anymore. There is no such thing as what's a radio hit. It's whatever the fans choose as a radio hit. And I think Vic Mensa is one of those old school artist type approach that thinks he can just go, oh, I'm gonna go make a radio hit right oh, now. Oh, I agree with that. Oh, I'm gonna go make a. Hardcore that's song. How feel, now. That's how I feel it about. Sounds, that's how I feel about metaphysical. Exactly. He's, he's reaching. Thank you. He's reaching. That's, that's essentially 
in the big picture, the grand scheme of things, that's what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. just like you're reaching, you're pressing. But okay, now but okay, now let me ask uh-huh. you though. Let me ask you because I believe there's plenty of artists who reach. Like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. She reaches. There's yeah. plenty of artists who mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj reaches. Yeah, but here's the thing. Even 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 Wale reaches. But here's the but difference. But even Wale reaches, but when Wale was hot, mm-hmm. back when he was actually hot, mm-hmm. he would go for the stereotypical girl record mm-hmm. and rap over some shit that the girl want to hear on the song have a dude singing on the hook yes very very but, very cookie cutter he made it his own though yes and that's when people fucked the wale yes. now when things became less formatted over time which is where we live right now like mm-hmm. like you said like what is a radio hit now mm-hmm. how do you can you even can you even point out in hip-hop you can't. Right. So a lot of things are just they just hit organically. Yeah. And people but, decide what the radio. But the is. but what I'm saying is the people decide organically. But at the end of the day, they got to buy into the person. They got to buy into the artist. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they buy into Vic Mensa. Yeah, but here's the thing. Period. Here's the thing. So they you, don't fuck with them. They, I agree with that. But here's the thing. Yeah. I wanted to bring up about Wale and Nicki Minaj. Okay. Even if like you know whatever. Their fallback was always they are phenomenal rappers, right? Like fans of Wale. If even if you haven't heard many Wale songs, yeah. Word on the street is Wale is a phenomenal rapper, but he can also do this and this. Nicki Minaj. Oh, Nicki Minaj is singing on this song. Yeah. But word on the street is Nicki Minaj got bars. She can fall back on it, right? Regardless, and Nicki Minaj, a lot of times she's been falling back on. Hey. I'm about to kill people on every song I'm on. She mm-hmm. falls back on that because that's her, when it's all else is done, that's her winning thing. That's the bread and butter. Vic and Mensa, Vic Mensa has not found something he can fall back on to be so damn versatile. So you're saying, so, so you're saying, so, <laughs> well, well, so, so let me ask you, okay. well, tell me what does Vic Mensa do good? There's not one thing, there's not one thing that you can, he's good at everything. Don't get me wrong. Right, but right, there's right, not right, one right. thing where I say, yo, Hey man, I wasn't really feeling this Vic Mensa album, but yo, his bars. Right, right, right. Same thing with Kodak Black with Dying to Live. Yeah. I'm not feeling Kodak singing. Right. But when it's all said and done, I fall back and say Kodak has bars. Well, you see what I'm saying? Well, no, no, no. So I, I see where you're going. And mm-hmm. in, in that Kodak Black is a great example mm-hmm. because your average person listening to Kodak Black may not may not understand that he actually can rap. Yeah. Right, but before they realize, I, and I've, I've been noticing this, a lot of people fuck with Kodak, but the the same people who fuck with Kodak, the casual people who are like, oh, I like that Transporter song, or I like that um mm-hmm. the ZZ song, mm-hmm. they don't praise him for the bars. What they praise him for is how real His he content. he comes across. Yeah. So there's a way to reach people mm-hmm. and to sell people and get people bought into who you are mm-hmm. minus the technical side of it like can you rap or can you sing at the end of the day we gotta fuck with you as a person people fuck with the authenticity of of a Kodak mm-hmm. I don't believe people fuck with the authenticity of Vic Mensa I don't know what he's good at He, I don't believe he's good at one over the other he's very versatile mm-hmm. but I don't think you need to have a fallback it's at the end of the day bro do we fuck with you or not? Because he can rap and he can kind of sing too. I'm talking about Vic Mensa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So until he until we fuck with him fully, they're not gonna appreciate his rapping what, ability. But we don't. Know they're not gonna appreciate his even, singing ability. Even Drake, right? 
even Drake, we don't know what he does well. Like we, Drake? We, I mean, no, no, not Drake. Sorry, I meant to say Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa, we don't know what he does well. I know exactly what he I'm does But I'm saying well. with Drake, not, not, when I say we, once again, I mean like the mass. Okay. There's not, a, it's not like. It's not consensus. Consensus it's not well known. that this is what he does well. Same thing with Kodak. Nobody knows Same thing with Kodak. It. Yeah. That's, no, that's, but, but here, people don't but know. But here's the thing, like Drake, but, but in Drake's situation, like Drake can go out there on a limb and make R&B records because yeah. people already know he is a great rapper. Well, that's he's established now. Yeah, he, I mean, but, but even when before, he was, but when, when he, he, but dude, when Drake was coming up, yeah, before so far gone, a comeback season, mm-hmm. he always displayed that he can rap and sing. Mm-hmm. Why people started fucking with Drake is his relatability. They're like, who's this nigga that's saying all this real ass shit that I'm that I'm also going through. That's the shit that puts you over the edge, that get, that gravitates people towards you, and then they start appreciating the rapping. They're like, "Oh, then this thing can sing too." No, I think it's is Drake's willingness to show his ass as an artist, where it's like, "Yo, mm-hmm. this what the hell? This dude that has killer bars yeah. is out here like coming here and singing now." Like, I mean, I think it's, it's a combination. You have to get up there though, and this is this is yeah. for me talking about legends. Like we're talking about the right. guys, the, the 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 people in the game that have already made step one. My problem to just end this uh, with, with my discussion about Vic Mensa. My problem is he hasn't even gotten to step two yet, and he thinks he's at step five. He thinks he's at Drake stage right now as an artist, but you need to at least. Get past step one. They, yo, yo, like you said, they yo, have to. They, they have to f with you. Vic Mensa. Vic Mensa needs to go back to the drawing board as an artist. But I, I like Vic Mensa. I fuck Don't with him. get me wrong. No, I, I fuck with him. I fuck with him too. I think he's talented. But he needs to go back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and figure out how to convey his message to the world. I don't give a fuck. What I don't give a fuck if you have to rap mostly, sing mostly. Figure out a way to, of how to express yourself and what you're trying to I agree put out that. to the world. Let them buy into the shit and you run with it because you got the people. That. I don't think people fuck with them like that. I hate that. You know, and you know somebody. And if somebody wants to say, "Oh, what person has ever done that?" Look at Two Chains. <laughs> Two Chains is a perfect example. Yeah. Two Chains was on some. He was. I think he was a lost rapper when he was on DTP. It was like, what, was. What, what route are you trying to take? And he said, F this. I'm a trap dude right. that's like going to give you some corny punchlines, but still just give you bars. He reinvented himself and shoved it down our throats. You are this trap dude. You have to find something that's a fallback or something that you can get fans to at least listen to you. Yep. Then from there, you can go ahead and start navigating all, all the ways you want Facts. to go. Yo, I feel like we're giving out free game. This is free this game. This is PR right Yo, now. Like, all, I'm listen, telling you what you need to real do. Real talk. Mm-hmm. All of y'all, all of y'all artists out there who, 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 who are trying to understand this exact thing we're talking about. Yo, we literally. I feel like we literally just broke the shit down. Like, yeah, we literally broke down I, I, the strategy of how to get how people. To, how, I mean, even I'll give you a sorry last example. Takashi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Takashi six nine. He he came out yelling. So he already got you with the yelling, the hyped up music. Messed around, gave you Fifi, where he's singing. Messed around, gave you the joint BB, where he's singing. No, no, no. You already, we already drew you. You no. already drew us in. No, 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 no. But you're not talking about the most important thing with him, mm-hmm. which is he sold us on who he was on social media. True, true. So it doesn't matter true. what he puts out. True. You know why? That's because, true. I mean, granted, the song is hot. Mm-hmm. The songs that he be putting out is hot. Mm-hmm. But he has our ear. Yeah. 
Because we're like, yo, Takashi's funny. Like, I fuck with this little funny ass, yeah. badass dude, yo. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, what's, oh, he has a new song with Nicki Minaj? Yeah. Oh, let me hear that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, this is actually not I that just, bad. He doesn't, it doesn't matter what he does. We, we, <laughs> right. we, we, he's got our ears. Right. He's singing, for, for, for Christ's sake. It's, it, come on, on, BB, he's singing with legit reggaeton. You see you see what I'm saying? Like, You know what I mean? I never would have saw that after hearing Gummo for the first time. <laughs> exactly. All right, man, let's move on. Uh, XXX Tentacion, rest in peace, dropped a project called Skins. I guess I'll start this off. So, you know, as all as all of uh, you know his projects, they're they're rather short um, in terms of like the song length. I think his question mark project was was uh, probably his longest project. I mean, it, it had like over fifteen songs. You know, two minute songs here and there. Very versatile of a of a of an album, but for this one, it it definitely had a had a theme. It definitely had this somber this somber theme that we know XXX Tentacion for being. Um, you know, he gave us he gave us a lot of what I think the fans probably expected. Um, I think overall, though, I really feel like because he's because he passed away. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like this album was as good as it could have been. Be- I 100% agree. Like just the way in which the songs came across, it, it almost felt like they were they were reference songs. Yes. You know, yes. rough draft incomplete. of songs, incomplete. And 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 by the way, I say that with a with a very fine line because all of his songs historically and I say historically loosely have been sounding like that. Sounding very incomplete. The difference is these joints, it's like, like how do you sound even more incomplete than incomplete? Like I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to understand like how well, you can you, be refined and incomplete at the same time. I'll tell because you why. These joints sounded super incomplete. I'll tell you exactly why. It's like the man had he clearly had to be there to direct to have the direction of this project. Yeah. And the lack of him being there. Yeah. Did not bode well for this project. I mean, I'll, I thought overall this was a, a very average. Very average, if not, if below, not below, average. below average, exactly. Yeah. Project, yeah. And it kind of pains me because like the last two were really good, really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't really have much to say about this, honestly. You know, I, okay. If I'm, I'll say this: if I'm gonna give my favorite song, mm-hmm. uh, there's like two of them. There's one called "Whoa." Yeah, I like "Whoa." I like "Whoa." Mm-hmm. That's I got that in my playlist. Um, I like "Bad." Shorty knew bad. That is alright. That's very incomplete. It's uh, just come on. But sad was incomplete too. But it sounded good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. So here's the difference. It's just I don't know. The difference. I is, have not much to say about him. The difference is the songs on Skin sound incomplete. Yep. But they also sound like structureless. Like they doesn't. There's no structure to the song. That Kanye West song. There's no structure. I don't like that song. This is outlandishness. Like you know. But I so. So there's two ways to look at it. If I'm looking at it as an album, like just for my listening, like just for pleasure listening to it, it's not the best album. But if I'm looking at it as a, what it could potentially have been, I thought it could have potentially been a really good project they had here. Of could course. potentially been a real... If he was... I have no doubt in my mind if he was still alive to be able to put, put the album together himself... I think it would be a lot better than mm-hmm. what you heard, but um, you know, 
the one big takeaway is the beats on there were amazing. I mean, I, I love the beats on there. Very versatile beats. Um, and then also, like, bangers, man. Like, man, what banger was on here? Bad, man. Bad is not a banger, dude. Bad is not a banger, man. Listen, listen. I refuse to let y'all try to make things bangers that are not bangers just because the man is not here, all right? That song is not it's that bad. It's man. not that good. I'm bad to know you. It's okay. I'm bad to know you. Didn't like that song. I'm bad to know you. It's decent, oh, man. My bad. That's a, a different ad. That's a decent song, but no. Okay, so my favorite. Songs I vibe like, with it though. My favorite songs, like I said, whoa. You vibe. See, and then, the, and, then, and then Guardian Angel. Here's the Love difference, though. His albums historically, you're not supposed to listen to it and be like, oh. Man, what I'm listening to is the greatest things. It's we like, know this, man. You're supposed to vibe to it. I'm well aware. You vibe to it. Yo, listen. Album. Yo, check this out. Vibing is A+. Plus. I vibe with it. Vibe is like a B. Okay. Thank it could have been better. <laughs> thank you. Okay. okay, are we rating thank vibe you. versus execution? <laughs> it's so confusing. Yo, bro, what the, you sound like so you just confusing. had a fucking, a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so confusing because like vibe why I vibe with that joint, man. I vibe with it. It's cool. It's cool. Vi- vibe it. wise, it's cool. They like, all of his projects I are cool. Vibe wise. Like vibe wise, but then actual output is just The execution was not that good. I'm just, I, I mean, just want to go in and finish it for him. I'm being nice, dog, because the man ain't here, dog. Straight up. I wanna finish it. You wanna finish the album? I wanna finish the album. It, it would be even worse. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck? What the hell are you gonna do? Add a verse. So do you know you bad? So add some ad libs. No, that would be the least streamed song (laughs) on on the project. (laughs) Like people's iPods, iPod. Who the fuck uses iPod? People's people's phones would start glitching (laughs) the minute your verse comes in. Like you start hitting the phone. Like yo, why is this shit not? Huh? Yo, you know you back. Come on, reboot. Man. Come on, man. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta. Yo, I don't think that's. Redo that I, th- I think that song is decent. They should have. You know what? I think, I think bad is decent. My, my thing I is, think overall the project is decent. How come they didn't do like they did Biggie with um? Biggie with Biggie's duet. album, Biggie duets. Like, go ahead, put like every song should have featured somebody. You know what though? They should have did that. You know what? Mm-hmm. I think I think they should do that at some point. They they probably go back and do that. Well, maybe not to this one because I don't think the, the content is good enough. If it gotta be like it gotta be like a, some unreleased fire that he came out with, some shit that like we never heard from him, mm-hmm. that they knew was like oh like he was probably lining up albums in it you know in advance before he passed. Mm-hmm. He probably had like two or three in the cut. Yeah, he's like oh after this one I'm gonna put out the fire. It but gotta be some fire shit. You don't think they already had that? <laughs> Which one? They try to put as much fire he had left on skins. I don't think so. Okay. I, well, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Bad sounds like that was supposed to be like a major hit. But Bad is, he's not even talking. I don't even think he's... It's almost like... You know how you do a reference track where you just hear... He's the mumbling. Yo, this is the first song in history that even Genius doesn't help you out. <laughs> Going on Genius looking up the lyrics, you still don't even know what the hell he's saying. It'll say just so, question mark. No, no, it's a question mark or dot, dot, dot. <laughs> XXX. <laughs> in in places where the words are, come on, man. Put an advertisement. Yeah, I don't got nothing else to say about this. You? I I tried, man. I tried. Why is it called Skins? Do you, do you know? I don't know, man. But 
So, all right, nobody else knows. I, I, I've been asking this question, and nobody knows. Google, why is it called Skins? Uh, please, please don't uh, activate. Listen, I kicked Google out two hours ago. So, uh, all right, next project. Gucci Man. Evil Genius. Burr! Ah! Uh, what do you think about this, man? Oh, my turn, huh? Yeah, what do you think? Uh, Evil Genius. Eh, it, just, it just sounded like your typical Gucci Man album. You know. I, I, I would say this. I was entertained by his several different uh, characters that he was playing on the album. <laughs> but, uh... He switched up his flows. He, switched, he, he had a couple different flows on these joints, yeah? Like, and especially in the beginning of the project. A couple different he flows did. Did. that I never heard him with, you know? But, I mean, it's at a certain point, like, I've heard... Me and you have been Gucci Mane fans since like 2008, like VCU days. Like nice. I've heard mixtape after mixtape, after album after mixtape, and right now, like Gucci, there's nothing he can do to make me have a like different opinion about his album. Like it's the same opinion. For me. <laughs> exactly. It's the same opinion. For me. It's just like, oh man, some real authentic trap hey, music. Bro. Yeah, man. Copy, and, pa- copy and paste your review from his last project. Yeah, it's, it's, and put it and put it in this one. And I guarantee you, it's the same thing applies. It's the same. I don't have nothing to say, man. I literally don't have anything to say. I don't. Yo, all like I echo that. And but the only thing else I have to say is I'm going on record because this needs to be said at some point. Mm-hmm. Gucci Man has the worst album artwork. <laughs> the the worst, the corniest album artwork that I've ever seen from somebody who's a legend like this. Yes. It's bad. Why is nobody giving a fuck about how bad the artwork is? Like, everybody wants to praise when artwork is tight. But nobody wants to ever say when some shit is some bullshit. Like, did you see this? Let's not even talk about it. Do you want to know his worst one ever? Oh, the one where El Gato. El Gato. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is it called? El Gato. uh, El Gato, the human glacier. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Yo, Gucci Man is corny, dog. (laughs) He's not corny. He's he's not corny. No, no. no. So here's the thing. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I'm not saying he's a corny person. I'm not saying he's a corny rapper. I am saying... He does the, corny stuff. The, the the depiction of his albums in terms of artwork is corny. Like I think it, he does it on purpose. I don't care. It's bad. It's never good. What when have you ever looked at a Gucci Man artwork and was like, yo, damn, I'm trying yo, that don't look tight, man. Let me I gotta hear that. <laughs> it's never happened. It's never happened. That's true. So That's true. I, I, I have no argument against that. Gucci man, El Gato. Yeah, but then, then again, the I, human I glacier. Kodak Black's artwork. So that's why I'm like, I don't really care. Dude, El Gato, the human glacier is probably one of the worst album names, names. Yeah. and artworks in the history of hip hop. <laughs> no, no, no one's talking about you this shit. Master P days. Yes, actually, where it looked like, where it, looked like it was smeared by water. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking water water paint, dude. Oh, I, but hey, you know what though? Those were in the nineties. That was that was top notch technology right there, dude. To put to to put out that sort of artwork, that was top notch. That joint Master P used word paint, word art. You know, word art. <laughs> yeah. top word to make his titles. Dog. You can't tell me. No, you know who else did? But who did it even better? Who? Sook the shocker. Sook the shocker. Sook the shocker. So it's like, oh, I put a dollar sign for the S, dog. Dude, you remember how bad these album covers used to be, man, back in the day? Horrible. And maybe, maybe, I don't know, man. 
Am I? Is it wrong to compare? Is it wrong to evaluate albums from back in the day? Album covers. From, album covers from back in the day from a from a from a from a, from a uh, 2018 mindset. Like in other words, is this all? Is this hindsight 2020? Like meaning no. when we when we were in the moment, were we like, oh, that shit was amazing? No, photography and pictures are are are. You there? You know when it's know it's you know when it's good, right? It's good, right? All right, so it's so that's bad, bad. so that's what I'm getting at, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I can confidently say Gucci Man's artwork is bad today, <laughs> and in ten years it'll still be bad. It looks. And in twenty years, I, 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 it's still yeah. gonna be like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Evil genius. All he has on this is he's shirtless. With his abs out, <laughs> and he changed the colors on the on the fucking project. Like this is not good. <laughs> I don't want to come across like a hater, but this shit is just not good. Maybe he does his own artwork. That would explain it. <laughs> I need an explanation. Right. <laughs> you got anything else to say about this guy, Zero. man? Like, did you like any song on this? Let's put it like that. Was there any song Honestly, that stood out? Not really, man. I don't think so. Either. I mean, the one with Quavo. He I mean, had two songs with Quavo. Bipolar. The other one I didn't like. Um, my, it's probably was okay. The best song on the best song on this project is probably the one with Bruno Mars and Kodak. Oh, I love that song. Sorry, I mean I let's be straight up. Song. I love that. Song. Wake up in the sky. Love that. Which I why wasn't it on Kodak Black's album? That's the type of things I wonder. Yeah. Um, that's it, man. That's really all I gave a fuck about on this project. Uh, is that song, and maybe the intro. The intro was really good. Uh, and then the second song, By Myself, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. He, Like I said, he switched up his flow. He had like a... That's the thing that Gucci Mane needs to do. From now on, just do some shit that we're not expecting. Make a song with Bruno Mars. Do some random ass shit and stop doing the same old, same old. I get it. You're... You, you, you're Trap God. Get it. You trapping. You a legend. People respect you. We need to see something different because the last five projects, album like rather, said, have been sounding the exact this same. This is coming from fans of his since 2007. Fact, we don't need to explain that so shit. So it's, it's, we're already like, we've heard all types of Gucci Mane. I've heard him in Audible. Ski no more, more, no more, I'm a star. Really like a star. Ski no more, The hoes are ugly, Modo. Ugly Modo. All right, man. I'm done with you. I'm done with Gucci. The ill and the not. So advice. So with the next segment, let's just jump right into this, man. Marshmello and Roddy Rich dropped a song called Project Dreams. I fucking love this song. Okay. This song is it's it's bubbly. Is it better than it's, Thriller? It's, it's Thriller. What's you that? don't love it. Thriller? What's that? The huh? Wow. Um, nah, fuck all that. I'm not I'm not gonna disrespect the man. Um Paul, Paul McCartney should slap you right now. What does he have to do with any of this? Yeah, hey, I don't know. But just huh? slap you. Paul McCartney. Listen, that might that might be the weakest slap ever. That I'll slap I'll get slapped by Paul McCartney. Why not? Now, if you say, might feel like massage. Now, if you say it gets slapped by uh, Mike Tyson, you know, my damn head might fall off. That's very true. So, uh, you know, but anyway, this song is tight. I really like it. Roddy Rich is on my radar now. Um, I think Roddy Rich is like a very nice addition to hip hop. He's not very, you know, he doesn't do anything that I've never seen before, mm-hmm. but I feel like his, you know, the melodic 
sound of his music and then also his ability to like talk about some gritty shit. Um, and also just, man, he's from Compton. So like, he's, it's, from Compton. he's from Compton. Like, it's so crazy to me how somebody from Compton like ATL. has this Southern sound. And, and you know, that just goes, that just goes to the overall, um, side of music, which is, you know, music is so global now that you can't even really tell where people are from. these. Very days. true. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just gotten to that point. And it's been like that for a while now, but I fuck with Roddy Rich. Like, heavy right now. Heavy. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roddy Rich is the next best thing. Wow. Fast. That's because you like Young Thug so much. Yeah, true. Really? Hey, I mean, you like the song? You heard it? I heard it. I mean... It's cool? Or not? Is it sucks or what? It's all right. No, right. Didn't really catch my attention that much. No, right. It's all right. Whatever. All good. Uh, let's move on then. A Boogie with the hoodie dropped the song called Look Back At It. <clears throat> Did you hear this? Look Back At It. So, yeah, I heard this. Uh, a Boogie with the hoodie has... He didn't really have the best 2018, in my opinion. Like He, he didn't drop any music. Like he did that. drop. He dropped the album International. Oh, that shit was garbage. Though. Yeah, you know, but... I, I still think he's trying to cater to, like, commercial crowd. And Look mm-hmm. Back At It is one of the more commercial club records. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about it. It, I'm 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 undecided on whether or not I like it. I think this is sadly, this is gonna be one that I'm gonna let the people decide. Like if the people like it, I guess I'll f with it. If the people don't like it, then I understand why. There's gonna have to be something that makes me feel this song, and it's not gonna be listening to it. It's gonna be what does it do when it's in the when when you play it in the club? What type of impact does it have? Or maybe you need does to- the asses shake. Is there some type of dance associated with like it? Like a challenge? If there's nothing associated or attached to the song, then I think it's a failure. But if you can associate or attach something to that song, I think it's going to be a good song. It's going to be successful. That's, that's a little weird. Because my thing is, all these songs that are challenges, mm-hmm. that end up being challenges, they're already good on their own. Like, we don't need the challenge to well, like it challenge. even more. Like, like, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's like an addition to already... It's like almost like a homage to how good the song already is. Mm-hmm. The challenges that actually work. Well, that's because you're talking about challenges people could do. This could be a strip club challenge. Strippers. A strip club can, challenge. Can you slide on the pole while look back at it as playing? Like, Yo. can you wipe the pole with your ass or something? I, I, don't know. I thought this song was good. Really good, actually. Really? I mean, he, he he took the Michael Jackson, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I can't remember the song. What was it? Michael Jackson had a couple songs where he did that. Yeah, but he Do took. Do you remember the time? Boom, boom. That's exactly what it is. So he actually took that directly from Michael Jackson, incorporated that into the song, and I thought it worked. I love that part. I thought that he actually killed that. Actually, um, I so love that part. Yeah. So no, no, we'll we'll see how the song performs. But, um, but I think it needs something. It needs something. It needs a visual. Needs I think the song needs it a needs visual. Something to promote it to the next. Take it to the next. A boogie with the hoodie is one of those artists that is slowly being forgotten about. That started out so well. Rightfully so, though. Like, he hasn't been dropping the most quality stuff. Like, he's, he's just been average since. He's like, he caught our, our attention and then he just became average to me. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think he's trying to, he's trying to, he's definitely trying to fulfill too many people. Trying to cater to way too many people. Yeah. And I think that's where his downfall is, is going right now. 
Yeah. So, but he has something dropping next next week. So I think so. Yeah, I saw the artwork, man. That should look kind of weird. Like Spider Man, uh, welcome Spidey. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, he's on that uh, AOS soundtrack you, you too. That was like, yeah. <laughs> Until it said hoodie season at the top. Yeah. You're like, huh? Oh. Spider Man wears hoodies. <laughs> All right. Next project. I'm um, sorry. Next song. Smokey Margella, Flight to Memphis, featuring Chris Brown, Juicy J, and ASAP Rocky. So I heard this song. Smokey Mangella, you know he's fifteen or sixteen years old. Yeah, I've been hearing his young name for a couple kid, years now. Young kid, and and and, and All, only from ASAP Rocky though. But go ahead. Oh yeah, ASAP Rocky's uh, rolling with him. Yeah. Um, song is good. I mean, Smokey Margella, he, I'm big on melodies. He gives you a great melody on Flight to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Brown keeps up with him. You know, like I said, Chris Brown every time he features on the song, he gives you great energy. He he gives you your money's worth. Um, GCJ just kind of. Adds that amped up, you know, trippy sound to the song, and then ASAP Rocky kind of closes things out right. with like just a you know outro, just letting people know like this dude got next type thing. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, I, I like the song. I mean, it, it's it sounds like a good anthem. Okay, for uh, Memphis, uh, you know, where's he from? Memphis. I don't, I don't know. He's from Memphis. I, I think he's from Memphis. I know he's from New York. I'm just going to assume he's from Memphis. I, I have no clue where he's from. He's telling people, well, take a flight to Memphis. I don't know. There's only one person. From, if that's the case. Only one person from Memphis on that on that song. But I want to say, if he is from Memphis, uh huh, um, you know, I think it's pretty cool that Memphis is actually doing really good. Memphis has low key became one of the better rapping cities. You know, in hip hop, like you got Juicy J. Obviously, what do you mean by rapping? I mean, you mean like skill? Not skill per se. It's <laughs> like, like rappers coming out of there. Like Yo Gotti. You mean like hot? Yeah, hot. Let me say that. Hot. Okay. Juicy J, Yo Gotti. You got um Moneybag Yo. Moneybag Yo. Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Black Youngster. Uh, Black Youngster. And if he's from Memphis, I think he's going to be somebody that's, you know, on the come up too. I mean, Memphis is sad. You got Take Key. Black Boy JB. Take Key. Fuck these niggas right? up. Black Boy JB. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good, man. They they doing well. All right, uh, yeah, let's move on. Robin Thicke dropped a song called "Testify." I thought this song was pretty good. Um, haven't heard from Robin Thicke in a, in, a, in quite some time. Actually, Robin Thicke or Justin Timberlake dropped. Yeah, it. yeah same thing. Um, and I'm not just saying that because they're white. Yes, you are. Eh, maybe. <laughs> no, but seriously, this is a good song. Um, really good song. I think. I, I really, Robin Thicke never makes bad songs. I like the fact that Robin Thicke is really, he's really uh, uh, opening up, yeah, and he's really uh, being vulnerable. Maybe he's had a lot of a lot of um, remorse, a lot of a lot of shit going on in his in his private life over the last couple of years. Regret, you know what I'm saying? Like he he got divorced mm-hmm. from Paula Patton. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he cheated or some shit like that multiple times. Multiple times, I, I believe, and did drugs. Yeah, he's R&B. Allegedly. They all do drugs. Like, what's new? Yeah. That's not a reason to cheat. True. And, and not a reason to leave the man, because he does drugs. Have you seen Joel Santana? Joel Sa- Yo, hey, speaking of that, I've been watching Love and Hip Hop with the girl. Uh-huh. And the reason like why... you prefaced that. You said, with the girl? <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Nah, hey, listen. The, you have to be deranged to watch it by yourself. I'm going to be honest. It's like, almost like what you're saying. That's not true. I'm going to be honest. The first... Uh, I remember when Stevie J... 
was that season? When Stevie J was popping on Love and Hip Hop, like what? Eight years ago, whatever the fuck it was, I was yeah. watching that shit by myself, straight up. I'm be, I'm be dead ass. Like I like that season. Yeah, it was just good. like uh, the season with Lil Fizzy on. Nah, I was not watching. That <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Lil Fizzy on? <laughs> no, but so for so for this uh, anyway. Love, so yeah, I've been watching Love and Hip Hop lately, and Joel Santana doesn't have any teeth. <laughs> I think, I think this needs to be said. Why? Because the way he talks? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. The man has no teeth. And it's kind of sad, actually, because I don't know what the fuck happened. No. He's, been, he's been doing drugs. And, you know, I feel like these artists just get caught in this lifestyle, man. Like, Here we it, go. it's almost like I don't feel he's bad. Soliloquy. Yeah. No, the, no, no, the, no. The, 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 no. The bi-weekly <laughs> drug soliloquy. Yo, listen. Let's do it, man. Um, no, nah, I don't How have it. the government paying you? How much is drug a administration playing you? A lot. Okay. My taxes are paying for it, so you better say you better your message better be good. Word to DJ Khaled. I've been getting paid a, a lot. lot. <laughs> no, but um uh, Yeah, no, no, no. Robin, hey, this is a good song. I like this yeah, song. Yeah, no, I don't want to digress too much. It's a good it song. Sounds, it's a gentle Real it's, good song. It's, it's it's it sounds like if you if you are a fan of Robin Thick, it sounds like a typical Robin Thick good song. For sure. That's what it sounds like to me. Absolutely. Nothing more to say about that one. No, I'm. I, I, oh, I did want to say I closed my eyes listening to it. Jesus, close my eyes and smile. You, do you know that a it, tear might come do, out? Do you know that? Do you know that there's a it's law? Beautiful. You know that there's a law. If you close your eyes while listening to music, the song is an automatic hit. Yes, I, I agree with that. That is a law, and I have no problem. I, I. So you're saying that this song is a hit? Songs, well, define hit. Okay. okay. Now, why do we have to define Because that? hit is what sometimes these people, I think it's no, I'm damn saying, good. I'm saying a hit to you. I'm oh, saying a hit yeah. to you. Like, you feel yeah. so I close amazing about this song that you, you start are shaking my head. I, close my <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to go to church this week. It was that good? It was that good. Sheesh. Robin Thick. Yo, the, wow. song don't, the song doesn't have to make you go to church. That's a great song. <laughs> I mean, point blank, period. Let's see if the next song made you do this. <laughs> T Pain dropped a song called "That's Your Money." Oh, I think that this song. song this song probably touch. made me go to the strip club. It did. That's what it's about. It's about That's your stuff. money. Here's the here's the here's all the money I made this month. This song in made ones. Me, this song made me go to default in my credit card. Default. I will never do that. <laughs> Off of ass. <laughs> Yo, what if? Let me yeah, not. I was gonna. Go, I was gonna go crazy. Eh, I was gonna go crazy. Eh, eh, no, but did you know that strippers now are accepting Bitcoin? I heard about that. I heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that. <laughs> Yo, strippers are accept. What if? What if they were accepting? Which I'm sure they are because if they're, if they're accepting Bitcoin, we're into the future. I was gonna say, what if they're accepting Payola? NFC capability on a smartwatch? What that, if you could walk up dope and like hit the the ads is the ads is right by your hand the, yeah. and you're just like ding 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 there's five dollars that would be dope that would be player that might actually cause a lot of people to go broke though I don't know hey, I don't know if that's a good idea for the economy at the same time it's like the it it world you start getting the it pants yeah. I'm gonna go to the strip club for it advancement then Amazon presents strippers it, it's it's just gonna be. Uh, <laughs> It's domino effect that I think will be great for this. Positive, it will go positive. It'll be right? positive. Hey, speaking of uh, speaking of of tipping, you know, star tenders are now the new strippers. Star okay, so star I, tenders are bartenders who are like oh, all, so I didn't know what that meant when I saw that's the what word they're called. Star, tender. star tenders are meant. 
bartenders who are the main attraction in a bar, yeah. and they're basically the strippers. Like where before the in a like strip club, in the strip club, all the all the strippers would be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. And there is a bar in a strip club, but no one gives a fuck about that person. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite now. This shit, this whole fucking phenomenon start, started in New York, and it's trickling out to the rest of the U.S. It's like Hooters. Sort of. But less clothes, maybe? More clothes, actually. The star tenders are one. The star tenders are just bad. Oh, they're just booty like They're just up. bad. They, they, they look like strippers. Booty, bootied up. <laughs> bootied up. You know um, Bernice Burgos? I heard of her. You know, you never seen her? Uh-uh. I was going to say, she's like the most famous star tender ever. That's what she's famous for. Star tender. Why are you so passionate about this song? I'm trying to tell you what the song is about. Because you know why? Do you like the song? I actually didn't hear the song, number one. But I remember I remember a post. I saw a post of yours. Yes. And you were, I, oh, I, and you were like, yeah. what is a star tender? You're like, I don't know what the hell this means. I'm answering your question. Okay. Thank so, you. so, so you're the I one learned. who gave a fuck enough. I learned. Yeah, because I want to I wanna engage with this song more. I was like, what are you star tender? I was like A Boogie's from New York. He yeah. goes to bars with star tenders. This is where this is coming from. Okay. It's not that deep. I'm gonna check that out. Star tender. Yeah. Star tender can you give me some chicken nuggets. I'm sure they will. They sell chicken nuggets. Hey. How many sell chicken Star Tender. Tender. Chicken tenders. Uh, oh, boy. I'm not ordering chicken tenders from no strip club. I'm just club. hungry. I ordered chicken wings, though. Chicken wings. I heard chicken wings at strip club was the best. They always say that. I don't, I don't know if I believe that. Though. I think who said that? Common said it. I heard Common say it. I've heard many people. I've heard Rick Ross Rick say Ross, that. I've Rick heard Ross 2 chains say that. Rick Ross thinks every chicken wing that was walking this planet was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You ever had 7-Eleven chicken wings? I'm pretty sure he won't vouch for that one. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? I would. Man, 7-Eleven chicken wings. You're disgusting. After, <laughs> see, 7-Eleven, you, you got to eat between three or four. If you eat anything more than that, it's toxic. That is a fact. <laughs> That is a fact. Oh. All right, man. Worst songs now. Yeah, now it's just on, onto some songs not so advised. Yo, Rich the Kid, I'm going to just be honest. Uh-huh. Rich the Kid is doing too much. Too much? He's doing too much. Okay. What I mean by that That's is, his character. No, no, no. Sorry. Okay, let me be more specific. He's putting out too much music. Okay, thank you. That's what I'm getting at here. I, I think I agree with that. Like he's diluting his own, he's diluting his own brand. He's diluting the, the shit that he's built. New freezer, plug wall. These are fire ass on the album he came out with this year called uh, "The World Is Yours" or something like that. Mm-hmm. Very good project. We don't need to hear more music from you. Let the damn year go by. Let 2019 come through and then drop some fire. I think we're hearing from him too quickly. I think I think this is the song that or this is the thing that a lot of artists are making the mistake of, including Migos, but yeah, whatever. I mean, do you think splashing is good though? I mean, of course is, not. is it, it that you it's, think it's on the fucking not so advised? Okay, I agree with you. Why don't you think it's not good? Cuz it just sounds like everything else. It it's bland. Good. It's nothing special. Okay. And uh we don't have to recognize songs that are ordinary okay. sounding. That's fair. So that's all. I mean, why do you no, think this song sucks? Uh, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it sucks. I just think that it's it didn't stand out to me. And you know, for him, songs need to stand out. If songs don't stand out, they just go into an archive where we don't play it back again. 
cannot be bad. It's just, you know, he's going to have to convince us that the song is good. Like, it's almost similar to A Boogie would look back at it, but just to a lesser degree. He's going to have to somehow make this song. I don't, I, I don't assume it's going to be his first single off his mm-hmm. new album. But if he thinks it's going to be, you got to do something. You got to do something. Maybe put a remix out with with uh, J.I.D. or something like that. I don't know. You got to do something. Because it's, it's just a blah, ordinary song. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. And I might save this topic for the, the next segment, Illivised Thoughts. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. Because I really feel like I'm getting to the point where if a song sounds ordinary mm-hmm. and it doesn't stand out, that means it's bad. Not 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 as in like the quality is bad. Um, mm-hmm. you know, structurally the song is bad. I mean It didn't do its job. It didn't do its job because th- we're in a stage right now where there's so much music coming out. Yes. Every week, ten people are dropping projects. If you don't do something to stand out, people will forget about it in a week. You know how many projects we've we've t- taken in this year? There's only a few, maybe 10 to maybe 15 that you really go back to like that. Yeah, seriously. And it's not that all the other ones were bad, quote unquote. It's that they didn't stand out. But in my opinion, that's a fail. If your shit didn't stand out in today's age, in today's streaming era, that's a fail. I mean, it's still out to somebody. Yeah, but not to the the man. I think think people need to start approaching music differently. Yes, I agree with that. Just point blank, period. And and I think A Boogie did that shit with the look back at it song. Like that's some shit. That's some shit that like using the, the using the Michael Jackson. That's some shit that's gonna catch people ear melodically, and just from a concept standpoint, it's gonna get people's attention. Mm-hmm. People, you need come up with a gimmick, do something different, um, to get people's attention. So whatever, I just had to throw that in there. That's a, that's a great no great comment or soliloquy. Um, next song, Kyle. And Lil Yachty dropped a song called Hi Julie. So I think it's more so for me. Um, this song did not match uh, their level of productivity when it came to their previous effort. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what disappointed me about it. It's not terrible, but that... that I think what made... Um, uh, I'm forgetting the name of this. I Spy. What made I Spy so great was Kyle was on the come up and Lil Yachty was kind of this guy that's like, yo, hey, I'm going to be your, the dude that gives you that stepping stone, that platform to like reach out to the audience. Well, right now, Kyle and Lil Yachty, they're about even, maybe even Kyle's even higher than him. I don't know. I mean, Lil Yachty's more popular, but Kyle's probably higher than him. It's no longer that, you know, underdog story anymore. It's just... We only can focus on just the music right now. And I thought Hi Julie was just predictable. I thought it was, you know, nothing special. And that's kind of what disappointed me because I know Kyle's better than that. Kyle is better than that. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. Kyle's talented as hell, man. Very talented. Um, Yeah, I, I thought this song was okay. Definitely didn't live up to I Spy. Which okay to you is terrible. <laughs> okay to you is not good. Straight up. Not good enough. I'm telling you, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm really getting to this point, man. Like, the the, the rate in which we ingest this shit. Yes, yes. You have to, like, mm-hmm. 
stand out. You got to do something, that's, man. That's the fact. Look, look, maybe, know. You know what? We should try. We should change this this show to from Elevise Wise Guys to Elevise. Do you guys need help with how to <laughs> promote <laughs> Yo, your music, guys? This is a fact. Seriously. This is free. I this see mistakes. Free. This is free game. I see mistakes, man. I see mistakes. This is free game, dog. It's um, calling my spirit. These mistakes. That's what's calling your spirit. Mm-hmm. All right. It was five thoughts. So, my advice thought for today is, I want to talk about rappers getting got. You know. um... Recently, you sent me a video of Tory Lanez's reaction to Kodak Black situation on Hot 97 with Ebro, where um, Ebro tried to get Kodak Black to talk about his pending uh, sexual assault case. Kodak Black took the high road and said, you know, I'm going to walk out of the studio, I'm assuming, before, <clears throat> before I raise hell. Kodak won that round. I know a lot of people on the internet is kind of a back and forth of, you know, who was right, who was wrong. Kodak won that round. And the reason I think Kodak won that round was because in this day and age, um, there's a lot of, you, you point out, you, you, you point to it. There's a lot of older interviewers, a lot of older uh, uh, radio station people that just can't relate to the youth. They just don't know how to talk to the youth. And I was actually annoyed a little bit hearing Ebro kind of talk to Kodak Black as if he was some, you know, like I was telling you, like as if he was his daughter's boyfriend that met him for the first time. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I'm expecting I want to see what your answer is when I start pressing you. Right. And I, I just think that that's messed up, especially considering that you know, I know, we all know, Kodai Black isn't the most articulate speaking person. You know, it's and that's okay. Not everybody is English majors. Not everybody, you know, <laughs> had literature honors in school. Like, it's okay. And, you know, uh I think rappers, as of late, rappers, singers, musicians, they've done a really good job of just making sure when they're put in those positions, they don't say something stupid. Mm -hmm. I actually think they're doing a better job than some people in politics right now, if you ask me. (laughs) Because think about it like this. Kodak Black could have raised hell. Kodak Black could have went on his Twitter and trashed Ebro all day. He... He let it go. This is a dude that's in jail. Like, he he just did a jail bit. Right. He was man enough when the question presented itself to to him. He was man enough to walk away from the situation and not, you know, indulge in it. Not, um, what's the word I want to use? Not, to to choose not to just even acknowledge it is what I was trying to say. Mm Mm-hmm. At this very moment, we can honestly say our president can't do that. (laughs) Our president can't do that. Our president cannot take even the littlest of criticism without clapping back, without going on Twitter, 
talking about that person, trashing that person, talking about how unqualified that person is for their job. We think about what was the last situation that that happened to our president with the CNN guy, Jim Acosta, right? Jim Acosta asked him a question he didn't really want to listen to. You saw the debacle that happened. It was all hell, right? At this point, can we honestly say these trap guys are more mature than our president? And I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to trash. I'm not trying to trash Trump or anything like that, but it's more so the growth in how rappers carry themselves, the growth in how rappers, you know, handle situations that get thrown at them. Just the overall growth that they've shown to carry themselves in public. Because think about it, a lot of these dudes come from a background that's not the best. Right. And you're telling these guys that are coming from backgrounds that are not the best to handle themselves when somebody just blatantly <clears throat> try to disrespect you or blatantly try to rile you up. I'm actually amazed that, you know, these interviews go well. I'm amazed that you don't hear more about, you know, such and such, this and such and such, man. Like we gotta give, we rap. We don't give rappers enough credit when they're doing something good or they they're showing growth. Yeah. And I think with this Kodak Black situation with Ebro, mm-hmm. it showed a level of growth that I was actually very proud of. Not only him, but the hip hop community as a whole. Yeah. I, yeah, I think I think I think there's a level of professionalism that. Yeah, I think they're ex- they're they're displaying professionalism. That's a great word. That's, and, and, that's what I should have said. And, and the problem and the problem is Trump doesn't show professionalism. Like everyone knows, he doesn't carry himself in a professional. Everything is just so fucking, you know, raw, you know, inappropriate. There's a whole lot of things that go a hundred percent against professionalism when we talk about Trump. So yeah, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I agree, man. Kodak Black. Kodak Black did everything right in that situation. Walk away. Because Ebro was definitely trying to set him up. You know, the problem with Hot 97 is, like I said, I was telling you earlier, man. You know, the difference between Hot 97 and also, uh, like, the let's say, like, The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. is <clears throat> the people who are behind their direction or behind their movement, they just have two completely different approaches. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Charlemagne who approaches conversation from a... From a sense of discovery. Mm-hmm. Like he's actually trying to understand what people uh, are trying to say. Or maybe what they've been going through. Or maybe even analyze the lyrics. To see like, can I can I get into the mind of this person to see where they're coming from? Versus an old head who just wants to tell people why he's right and you're wrong. And that you can't question him because he's older than you. Mm-hmm. I actually hate old people like that. Mm-hmm. When they're like, don't question what I'm saying because I'm older than you. I've been here. I stay far away from old people like that. By the way, I don't give a fuck what genre, what industry this is in. If an old person is trying to sun you, just just merely based on their age and experience, and they don't tell you why they're that why they're actually coming at you that certain way, stay away from them, man. Because I, I feel like it, not good for your health. I feel like we're at a stage in in our generation where <clears throat> younger people. Need to understand why. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I agree. Like with the you. the age, the day, mm-hmm. the day and age of you just telling the younger people they have to do certain things and you don't have to provide explanation. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone, dog. 
I agree. It's <laughs> just gone, gone, dude. I agree with that. And were you done? No, yeah, I'm done. Because that actually goes to my ill-advised thoughts, sort of, mm-hmm. because I want to talk about the younger, more mature artists um, who are out here prospering in, in in rap. And what kind of sparked this is, you know, the song we talked about earlier, which is um, the Project Dream song with Roddy Rich and Marshmallow. Never heard of uh, Roddy Rich other than he had a feature on Meek Mill's championship Dream Chaser project. I'm not Dream Chaser. Championship project. I can't remember the name of the song. I think it's called Splashing. Mm-hmm. One of the worst songs on that, that on song. that project, actually. Yeah, I hated that song. Um, so that was the first time I heard I saw his name and heard who he was. Um, but then I then I was able to hear this song, like I said, with Marshmallow. Splash Warning, by the way. That's what it was called. Thank you. And uh, I was able to hear this song, and I said, damn. Who is this guy? Like he sounds good on these on these songs, very melodic. He carries himself well on the mic. You know, he has a story. And and that's kind of where I'm getting at here, which is there's a lot of young artists right now who are coming up in rap who have a very rugged, hardcore background that I believe has forced them to grow up faster than they actually maybe even wanted to grow up. Like, my thing is, when you hear a person like NBA Youngboy, mm-hmm. NBA Youngboy is about 19 years old. His music resonates a lot with older people mm-hmm. because he talks about shit that, like, 25 and up, 30-year-olds, 30 35-year-olds have actually lived. You know, like, not saying that I lived it, but, like, who... His his group of art, uh, I'm sorry, fans, the older people are really vibing with him because he has a perspective of somebody who's older than what he actually really is. So that goes for NBA Youngboy. That goes for people like Roddy Rich. He's the same way. Uh, that goes for people like Lil Durk. Mm-hmm. You know, that goes for all of these younger artists who kind of all sound the same. That's besides the point. Similar. Very similar artistry. But my point is, there's a lot of younger artists who are out here really touching a whole another demographic than let's say a Kyle is touching. Kyle is probably 25, I believe he is. Kyle, Kyle's experiences and his perspective doesn't touch people who are 35. I don't know any 35-year-old who's like, yo, I listen to Kyle. But my thing is, I'm I'm 30. I have no problem saying I listen to these 19-year-olds. And you know why? It's because not that... And by the way, I got to throw Kodak back into this whole discussion, too. for sure. For sure. Because he's also young as fuck. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem saying I listen to these young dudes that a lot of these old heads have a problem with doing. Mm -hmm. Because, number one, their artistry is very versatile, where they're able to blend the melodic side with the rapping side. They do it in a way in which is very entertaining. And then secondly, and most importantly, which is what I'm getting at, their maturity for their age. You know, you can call it reckless, whatever you want. A lot of them are involved in a lot of, you know, gang shit and all the stuff they rap about, which not very productive at the end of the day. But they're giving you a lifestyle that somebody who's 19 should not really be talking about. I agree. This is, I mean, these are youngins, dude. So... 
pay attention to all of these all of these young artists who who are giving you a very grown perspective. When I say grown, I mean grown for people like them. You know, you may not think their lifestyle is very productive in society, but in the lifestyle that they live, they are youngins compared to the people who are really speaking that language. And the old heads, quote unquote, really respect it. Meek Mill is 31, right? He just signed Roddy Rich to a um, like a management deal. Mm-hmm. Not not totally dream chasers, but he's under that umbrella from a management standpoint, really giving them guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like it's because he understands, Meek Mill understands that Roddy Rich has a very grown perspective. You know, that he's able to maybe share with people who are 19 and maybe even with the people who are older. So all I'm saying to y'all is, you know, before you trash these young dudes in the in their music, mm-hmm. take a look at how uh, how grown they are for their age. Because a lot of these dudes is really young, man. It's, it's crazy to me. When I was 19, I, I wasn't out here talking about heartbreak and... and, and, and and, 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 and hardships in life and all of these things that they talk about, how they got to carry the whole family at 19? All right, man. I'm done. No, no, I mean... It, I, it's, 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 it's wild to me how young these guys are, really. Like, it's, it's actually pretty impressive. But hey, we'll see how, we'll see how even younger these guys get because there's a lot of them, man. Flip De Niro. Like Lil Mouse? Yeah, <laughs> Lil Mouse. Flip De Niro... Quando Rondo. Yeah. yeah. I don't fuck with all these dudes' music like that, but I'm but I'm noticing how young they are and in, in the in, in the, the messages. In the messages and how grown they speak in their music. Well a lot of them come from the South. I mean yeah. a lot of them I don't know, I mean, maybe it is that, you know, ironically, it is that they listen to the old people and they don't question why. They just say, This is how my parents grew up. This is how what I saw, and I'm not questioning why, it's just what it is. Yeah. And, you know, that that could probably be the reason why. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. You guys be the judge, though. You know, hit us up on uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Y'all already know what it is. Ill-advised wise guys, find us on RatingsGameMusic.com, home of your favorite motherfucking reviews. Yes, sir. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. I can't tell y'all how important that is to us. In fact, we'll give you a dollar if you subscribe. That's a lie. And then we'll that's a lie. Rebate. <laughs> you can rebate. Purchase our our our, our uh, content, and, and and we'll provide a rebate for you. Yes. No, but seriously though, y'all. Um, if you fuck with us, subscribe. You know, hit us up, engage with us, let us know what you guys think. As always, you got anything else? Uh. You know, uh, watch out for the uh, slippery slopes. In life? Yes, I guess. Or on the road. Or on, in Colorado. Some, some, somewhere. On that note, uh, if you're giving advice, make show it is ill.